Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lift Podcast. This is Brandon Withers. I wanted to talk about a concept called paying it forward. This is a phrase you hear often, and it most always refers to something good or kind that maybe someone did for you, and then that kindness makes you want to do something kind for someone else. Hopefully that person then wants to do something kind or gentle for someone else and, and this, this kindness starts spreading and, and helping more and more people. One of the interesting things though that I've been pondering is that this pay it forward concept also is a pattern of unkind things or hurtful things that happen to us. And that is a situation where we definitely do not want to pay it forward. So let's talk about an example, which is purely hypothetical, but I think one that most all of us can relate to. Let's say a man has a teenage son who, who is testing his boundaries, and, and one night he takes the car to hang out with some friends and is very, very late coming home, and his parents can't get in contact with him and and he was very vague on what he was going to do and and eventually he comes home and he's wrecked the car and as his parents question him he they realize that he was doing something that the parents had told him not to do and had even forbade him from doing it, but he did it anyway, and the result was a series of unfortunate decisions that resulted in a wrecked family car. Well, as you can imagine, this father is, is distraught and upset and goes to bed angry and also wakes up angry. And he comes to work and meets with his team and they have a team meeting and he's very short with his team members. And, and maybe he says things that are unkind to some of them for what he perceives in that mindset as poor work or poor effort. And maybe he doesn't remember some previous conversations where decisions has been, have been made and he he contradicts those decisions and, and people come away from this meeting, his team members come away from the meeting on edge and spiritually hurt without understanding the reason for that. So they go throughout their day with that same kind of spirit and they're kind of on edge with each other and even other people who are outside of the team. And, and when those individuals go home, their wives and their children understand that something was wrong and 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 now they're also impacted by it and you can see how this one incident with a father and his son 
spread or was paid forward and impacted many others. And I have had this happen many times in my own life. There's been many times when I come home and and just based on the spirit that is accompanying me or how I speak to my family, my wife will always ask me, what happened today? What what What's wrong? And more times than not, I don't even know what was wrong. I do know that I'm feeling cranky and I'm I'm very short in my patience level and I'm not very forthcoming with information. I'm not warm and greeting people, but I don't know why. And it's because in my hectic day, I never took time to reflect on how I was feeling. I just pushed through the challenges of the day, solving whatever problems and overcoming whatever whatever obstacles I needed to at work, and I pushed through it. And in the end, that those feelings remained unresolved. And and that is a paying it forward that I have tried really hard to try to quit. And it takes a lot of self-reflection. It takes determination and it takes discipline to recognize during the day at some point, hey, I am feeling differently than I did earlier. I woke up in a good mood, but for whatever reason, a couple hours later, I'm not. And as I've backtracked and tried to figure out the point in time when those feelings changed, I can almost always pinpoint it to some event. Whether someone hurt me, as in the example I shared, or maybe I hurt someone else. Maybe I did something that was unkind, or maybe I even unknowingly hurt someone, but I recognized that they were hurt. And... And once I recognize what that event was that caused my mood to change, then I can apply some corrective action, whether it is repentance on my part or whether it's kicking out a false belief or idea that I happened to entertain or maybe I just needed to pray and ask for the atonement to heal me from something someone else did that may go a long time or forever without being apologized for. And so that is something that takes a lot of practice to do. And it's something that we should really try to master. Because if you consider Jesus Christ and what he did and the things that he faced in his life, He was an individual that never paid it forward when it wasn't supposed to be paid forward. And and he always paid it forward when it was something good that needed to be paid forward. And so all the attacks, all the persecution, all the things that were said about him, all the attempts to disrupt his work and even take his life, he just took them. And it didn't get deflected from him to someone else. He didn't transfer those negative feelings to anyone else. He didn't hurt anyone else because of him being hurt. He had the awareness and the consciousness of knowing 
where the true healing can be found, and that was in his relationship with his father. It was in his own self-reflection and being able to discern what was right and what was wrong, what was truth and what were lies, and being able to immediately sift through those things in his own mind to the point with his understanding that it had no impact on him and it didn't propagate beyond him. And that's something I'm so amazed by, so amazed, because you can see even in the smallest of children, you know, when someone hits them, oftentimes they turn around and want to hit someone else. It's so natural in our, in our, in our natures, even from a young age, to pay it forward. And and sometimes it depends on who we are interacting with. So consider the example of a, mo- of a mother with a small toddler. And that toddler throws tantrums and, and says things they don't mean. And, and let's say this young child didn't get a treat or something that they were desiring. And they turned to their mom and said, you are the meanest mom ever. And oftentimes that mother may have to turn her head to, to hide a smile or a chuckle because the mother understands the reason the child is saying that. It can see through the emotions and just know that, that what was driving that response and that attack towards the mother was really not the real child. And that's evident by the fact that within five minutes the child was probably totally fine and hugging the mother again and and being totally normal. But we don't understand and sometimes we don't give the benefit of the doubt to someone more mature, say a teenage child, say a co-worker or a spouse or anyone who is a little bit more mature in age that says similar things, maybe not so childish, And maybe they're more manipulative, but it's driven by the same thing. It's driven by that same response of being hurt by something and then wanting to hurt. And when we understand that motive, I find that it makes it easier to give someone the benefit of the doubt that maybe they are having a bad day. Maybe they learned something unfortunate of themselves or with a member of their family or maybe someone really did attack them or or they're feeling bad and we don't often get a resolution to those types of things because we would depend on that person to apologize to us and that won't always happen and so it's so fundamental to trust in the savior the one who never passed on the evil, the unkindness, the spiritual hurting, we need to trust in him now to take that from us because once it does, it will be stopped. And we can go to him and access the healing power of the atonement that he performed and his grace can take that from us. We don't have the spiritual maturity or understanding most of the time to have that stop with us without the Savior's influence. 
It is him that we need to rely in to create that barrier between us being hurt spiritually, emotionally, and he can create the barrier that prevents that from being propagated. And I found that to be to be true. And I'm so grateful for those individuals in my life who have been able to identify that and help me identify it because I'm one that will just push through. Just let's just get through it. Let's accomplish what we need to and and move on. And that will always create festering types of feelings within me that will eventually come out. And it's so much easier to deal with them in the short term. So my challenge today is let's consider how we are paying it forward. The acts of kindness that we usually associate with with that phrase, by all means, pay it forward as much as we can. But let's also recognize that there's, a, there's an opposite way that we pay it forward a lot as well, and that's through hurtful actions or words that that we need to stop and, and we need to recognize and make sure that things don't propagate beyond us as much as we are able to contain them through using the atonement of Jesus Christ and having him be the barrier. And I, I know these things will help us and it'll help all those who interact with us and give us greater power to withstand the things that are hurtful in our own lives. And I say that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Yo, it's crazy, amazing. We can turn our heart through the words we say. Mountains crumble with every syllable. Broken, live or die. So speak loud.